we're back. I had a little bit of delay there after we got to one. I could, I thought of, I was thinking of different ways to start. Yeah. I was going to start originally singing the Kai Havertz song, the Waka Waka, but he didn't score. Yes, he did. I should have. Fuck me. I, You're an idiot, dude. I fucking blew it. Um, but yeah. Uh, Arsenal top of the league. It's a great way to start the new episode. Mm-hmm. Still top of the league. We had some great results today. We got new people in the top four. Um, it's just, just looking good. Um, and you guys pulled out a win, so you, you should be happy too. You should be a I'm happy pretty happy. For everyone involved. Um, yeah, soccer is <laughs> fun. <laughs> so first things first, let's go into our bets and get an update on uh, what's going on, and yeah. we'll get our new bets in. Um, how did you like having midweek soccer, by the way? Uh, like I Premier League. fucking despise it, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah, because I can't watch it. Like, oh, so you, you got to just be okay with just like not worrying about your job. See, I'm very okay with that. I'm okay <laughs> with it. Other people aren't okay with it. So that's why I, I, I can't do it. You know, I mean, I, little, the, uh, I don't know. I, I streamed the game on my phone and I put it like between my legs on the chair. So, like, I'll be, like, working on my computer. I'll just be, like, glancing down. Yeah. I hit see, a button every once in a while to make sure my screen doesn't turn off. <laughs> I used to be able to do – I my desk used to be angled in such a way where um, I was – like, my back was against the wall. Yeah. So, I would have a game on a monitor and do a work on oh, the other wow, one. Oh, you full monitor again. Yeah, yeah, so I would be killing it. But now I've risen up in the company. Now right. my – I'm facing a wall at like the main desk and it's like, so everyone can see what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I've grown a little bit of like, you know, I've kind of put it out there certain times, like Champions League. I'd be like, hey, listen, at three o'clock, I'm going to be doing work at my desk. Suck it, nerds. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. <laughs> um, but That's I was with the um, World Cup. I was like, yeah, my, my boss is a soccer fan. So I was just like, Hey, is it okay if I stream the World Cup games? And he was like, "Oh, I'm going to be." So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Is like Larry would be like, "All right, I'm leaving right now to go watch United." And be like, you know, like he gives me permission to. Mm-hmm. But then I look at Michelle, who's like sprinting around. And I'm like, "Fuck! If I leave, she's gonna be pissed." So I don't leave. Mm-hmm. I'll leave for the second half if I can get out a little bit early and watch second half, but. Um, See, I liked it because I, I guess I was able to watch them. It was nice to have something to watch Tuesday, you know, all through the week, Tuesday through Friday. Um, sorry. Yeah, so I, I was a fan, and it was it was nice to have only a couple games each day, so you knew, like, okay, this is the game I want to watch this day. This yeah, that is nice, day. but I don't know. Um, I mean, that's just really the only reasoning. Uh, plus, it's the... What time were the games at? What was the two times? It was like two two fifteen or two thirty, and then three thirty. Yeah, it's also I, I you know I like having a extended day of soccer where I know today is soccer day. Soccer day. Um, but I I agree. It's kind of nice to take in games in small batches because you can get yourself. You know, it's a little overwhelming. Saturday you have you know if you have like six games for some reason. Or yeah, something. I just hate like the four games at ten a.m. thing. Yeah, that's frustrating because you feel like, you know, if your team's playing, you're not going to pay attention to any other games. You're not even going right. to look at what happens. 
it's like our thing is we got to pay attention to the other games. So, you know, it's, it's some not, would say, some would say, I don't want to hear yeah, their rules. But... <laughs> um, but yeah, you want to run us through our, uh, our bets and how they turned out? Yeah, let me do it. I hope you don't. You're getting really comfy over there. Yeah, I hope you don't angle. mind how comfortable I'm getting. I'm sorry for the lag. It's a little bit annoying. Suck it up. <laughs> um, so currently it's I have 13 points. You have 16 points. Um, so my first bet was United versus Chelsea. Chelsea, I took United money line. That one hit for me. My next one is Newcastle Everton. Newcastle money line I did not hit, uh, and then I had Tottenham versus oh my god who did they play? Tottenham versus West Ham. Tottenham versus West Ham. Sorry, uh, Tottenham money line. Um, then for you, so actually let me give me my point there. I'm at fourteen. So let's see what you did. Man U versus Chelsea United money line. Congrats. Burnley mm. money line. No. No. Man City money line. No. It's crazy, dude. I wow. think I'm cursed with like the the big teams. I think you're just a cursed individual overall. To be honest. Could be it. So what? I remain in a three point lead. Yes, you right? keep that three point lead. So I guess it's not as bad of a week as I thought. Um, do you want to do our next week's bets right now? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I got them. I got them. Uh, I might have to pull mine up, but. Let's... You want me to start? Yeah, you can go ahead and start. My first one is I'm going to take Liverpool money line over Crystal Palace. Okay. Uh, you want to give the next one because oh, yeah. it's going to log me out of my fucking account. The second one, I'm going to take Arsenal money line versus Aston Villa. Arsenal money line versus Aston. Yep. Okay. Uh, and my last one is I'm gonna take uh, Bournemouth money line against United. You're actually a slut for that one. Um, can I ask you why? Um, Don't care. Bournemouth have been playing well recently. Um, I I think Man United could be fragile at times. I think you're fragile at times. Yeah, I see. It feels like I struck a nerve there. <laughs> Get to relax over there, Bucky. Um, fine. Uh, we'll see. Those are my three. Okay. I'm confident about two of them. Uh, let's go to mine then. I had Liverpool money line as well. Common thoughts there. Uh, my next one was Wolves over uh, Nine and Forest. Mm-hmm. I, th- I like Wolves right now. They're okay team. And then my last one, funny enough is Brighton versus Burnley. Uh Brighton Moneyline. Hmm. Let me put on a hat. It's a little chilly. Um so there they are. Um that's our setup. We don't have any wait. Yeah we have one overlapping this week. That's alright though. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? That's okay. Give me one second here. Um so yeah, basically now we're gonna run through the matches from this past week. Mm-hmm. I'm basically just saying we're gonna run through the matches. Oh no, yeah, I heard you. Um, I heard you. We kicked off the week with Wolves Burnley. Wolves pulling it out one zero with a goal from Huang He Chan. That's my guy right there. He's been playing well. He has been playing well. 
followed up with Luton versus Arsenal, which was a much closer game than I think most people anticipated. Um, Luton have been playing the top teams pretty top. I think Liverpool drew there. Yeah, the I mean, they've been getting, I think, un- unfortunate results against not unfortunate, but like they, you know, put it sucks to put in that much work as a small like those. Just to get, yeah, just to yeah. just to lose in the last minute. I mean, that really like at least the Liverpool game they can take away. Okay, we got a good point where we shouldn't have mm-hmm. gotten a point, and so it's you know to try that hard and do that well when you know you weren't expecting three points. Yeah, it's like it, it just it's like why why did we even put up a mm-hmm. fucking fight there? Yeah, and I think. Uh... Part of the reason the game was so close to um, uh, Raya <clears throat> had a really poor game. We watched, yeah, definitely. Kind of talked about it a little bit before, but I think two of the goals were his fault directly. Um, and this is why the conversation between him and Ramsdale is going to keep coming up because they're not they're not acres away from each other where you're like, oh, one is a thousand like way better than the other. They're no. close to the point where yeah. you're like. Would Ramsdale save that? Like, you don't even have the, you know, ideally you don't even have to have the conversation about who's your number one. But I think Arteta's made this, like, dynamic where every time one of them makes a mistake, you're going to be like, oh, the other one would have saved it. Yeah, that's a, I, I feel like that's harsh on those goalkeepers to, to constantly do that as well. Oh, I mean, yeah, it happens with any goalkeeper, there. but. Not, not to the extent. And I think Arteta's. I, I'm a I'm an Arteta fan, but I think he's managed this situation poorly, especially because um, I think like Raya can't be confident and like you know free mind to do what he wants to do because he's constantly thinking, oh Ramsdale could come back in for me. When Ramsdale gets his chance every once in a while, he's like, I gotta have a ten, you know, five star performance, otherwise I'm not gonna get my chance. So Ramsdale's trying to do too much. Raya is just trying not to fuck up. And so you're both stressed no matter what. You know what I mean? No one's out there like, I'm the number one. Here we go. Yeah. Um, you know, people say, you know, um, what is it? Competition's good. And I, I think competition is good for most, all, all positions on the field. I think goalkeeper's the one where you do want to have that one guy that you give complete faith to. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if you're second-guessing yourself in a goalkeeping position, that's that's yeah. where shit goes wrong. Um, in terms of people comparing the goalkeepers every, you know, he would have saved this. I, I mean, it, I think it does happen to every goalkeeper in a way, especially like Onana replacing De Gea every save or something he doesn't make. Mm-hmm. It's uh, De Gea. De Gea would have saved that, and everything that he saves, a lot of them... I see him and I'm like, De Gea might not have done what Onana did, but he doesn't get the credit for that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think it's the same thing for Raya and Ramsey. When they do something that the other one wouldn't do, mm-hmm. they're probably not going to get that same sort of credit as they would yeah. for a mistake. Yeah. Um, I'm just to see because, I mean, Ramsdale should play at our champ- next Champions League game because we're already through and we already won the group. Um, so I'm just to see. I'm glad he'll get the Champions League you know, debut, because um, mm-hmm. I think he earned it from last year. Um, but yeah, I know about the goalkeeping, but Declan Rice wins it at the end. Um, and there's now a petition that I've seen for that Arsenal fans have started to give uh, West Ham an extra $25 million because they're saying we ripped them off with the $100 million signing. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's been better than we could have ever expected um, with that signing, too. Usually you spend $100 million on a player, and it's like, 
very rarely do they live up to a $100 million price tag. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything bad can be said about Rice right now. Yeah, um, I think if you're going to spend $100 million, I used to have a different opinion about this. I used to think that if you're going to spend $100 million, it should be on your goal score. Mm-hmm. Now I've, I've changed my opinion. I think if you spend $100 million, well, if you're going to spend $100 million on a player that's worth $100 million, uh, CM or CDM is the position to spend that money yeah. in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think yeah, I think, I, think you can give, I think you can give more opportunities to young like strikers and young forwards. It's really mm-hmm. hard to give an opportunity to a young CDM and just take a yeah. gamble. It's hard to put a seven, like an 18-year-old kid out there I mean, we're starting to do that with Mino, and he, but he's yeah. like one of the only players I've ever seen right, be able right. to handle that. Right. Um, you're and like, right. I mean, you go, even you look at like Enzo Fernandez, who did it for a period of time, but he hasn't looked good at Chelsea recently. Mm-hmm. And he was a you know, $100 million player. <laughs> but it's like, it's a, it's a lot of pressure in that midfield position, especially the way that the Premier League has shifted to having that position being played where you are like the backbone for a lot of these teams. If you're yeah, you're a backbone, um, exactly. And I think you have to, you know, know the style that you're playing with. But I think one of, the, yeah. one of the problems with maybe Enzo as well is the team switches so much. Yeah. he's He might be the backbone of the team, but the people around him change so much that he doesn't know. Yeah. You know, it's, he's not familiar with, with the people there, but yeah. I don't know. Um. So yeah, uh, moving on. Sheffield United fall to Liverpool two zero. Um, trying to think of who the goals were from for Liverpool. Um, we had a goal from Virgil Van Dijk on the corner from Trent. Um, Trent with another assist. Did, did you see? Did you see his yeah, assist? <laughs> I did. I did. So I was watching the game live, and I saw him fold down his pants, bro. And I was like, I can't believe they're still showing this. And the announcer was like, I'm uh uh. <laughs> Yeah, and then they like, it was weird. I, did he do it on purpose? He had to have, dude. His pants were so low. Not only <laughs> that, but the shirt stayed perfectly like hung yeah. on his back to reveal even more of the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was so his, funny. He pulled out his shorts and then he pushed his shirt up. Yeah, like, yeah, so like, you can see it. <laughs> I was like, you think he lost a bet? <laughs> like, oh yeah. It's a, it's a great corner, but um, which is it's just so funny. Really well. So um, and then in the end, uh, Nunez got an assist to Sabasly. Uh, <laughs> Darwizzi, dude, he missed like three or four chances that game too, where he should have scored. And then he like puts in a sixty-yard cross for Sabasly. It's perfect. Mm. It was. It's just like I don't know. We were t- we were talking about that too. He's he's one of my favorite players to watch because you have no idea what you're gonna get ever. It's so awesome. Like, yeah. even if you just focused on him, it's it's enjoy- enjoyable. Um, Fulham destroyed Nottingham Forest. Uh, did Jimenez end up with a hat trick? No, two. Alex Awobi, Raul good. Jimenez, and Tom Kearney. Yeah, apparently Awobi had a really good game. Awobi is good. He is good, yeah. good enough for Arsenal, but, like, now that he's at – well, two teams in a row, he was good at Everton, too. But two teams in a row now that he's been able to have the freedom to – like we always played him on the wing, um, but that, now that he's had the freedom to be that midfielder, the central midfielder, mm-hmm. I think that's where he belongs because his technical skill is very good, like his touch on the ball and everything. Yeah, I'm surprised Everton got rid of him to be honest. 
I, I don't know the whole story behind it, like what the reasoning was, but I when when Everton got rid of him, I was like, oh, Everton might be in trouble this year. You know, because yeah. I don't know who else is going to take over. I mean, to I think, you know, if you think about it not in perspective of the last two years, three years, you would think that's a downgrade, but it's honestly an upgrade for him. He's going to a oh, better yeah. club right now. Oh, definitely. Um, and going definitely. to Fulham. So it, it was a smart move. And for Fulham him. don't even have, like, a really amazing striker right now. Like, Raul Jimenez is not great. He's not, he's not what he was five years no. ago or four years Reed, ago. Or David Luiz giving him a concussion or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Put his head open. Um, so, I mean, if they had a striker either in January or in, you know, in uh, the summer with yeah. Keep Iwobi, I think, you know, you could have a good partnership there. Um. Crystal Palace, zero. Bournemouth, two. Good win for Bournemouth. Um, they're propelling themselves kind of out of the relegation battle for the time being. Uh, they're now seven points out of the relegation battle, which is impressive from them. Um, in their last five, they've only lost one. So, wow. good, good for them. Um, Crystal Palace, on the other hand, are... Uh, Dropping um, out of yeah. their last five, they've only won one. Where are they currently? 14th, 16th, yeah, points? and they're dropping, yeah, they're dropping, yeah, quickly. Um, Brighton beat Brentford 2 1 with goals from uh Pascal Gross and Jack Hinchelwood. Um, I didn't see much of this game, I know Mboyma got the penalty. Um, based on stats, you look at it, I mean. It, Brighton outshot them by a double, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it, it, the stats back up a Brighton win. But I didn't get a chance to actually see that game, so I'm not going to comment. Fair, fair. You have any insight on that one? Nope. <laughs> we're huge Brighton fans. If you're yeah. if you're a Brighton fan listening, we'll do better next time. Next week we're gonna have a full in depth review of how Brighton played. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're not smart enough we'll have the Zerbi on as a guest. <laughs> so. um, Man United, Chelsea. Uh, you, you, yeah. Microphone's going over to you, my boy. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I've been waiting yep. for this opportunity all day. Um, <laughs> it was pretty good. No. Um, <laughs> let's. It's look. It's it just remind me of the meme. The it's looking good, bro. <laughs> Um, actually, let's look at the stats. We had 28 shots oh, to their yeah. 13, uh, nine shots on target to their three. They had more possession. Um, I think that just comes from them being behind more. The ball out of their net. True. Um, but we, I don't know. You know, I think in another world that game ends up being seven to four wow honestly like, i don't know if a game ever ended seven four really i don't know but i can just see like we definitely deserve to win that game i mean are we at actually a four they'd actually have like 1.5 maybe <laughs> maybe a little bit more um so we definitely deserve to win it but it's just you know jackson had one or two opportunities uh, one clear-cut one that Renata made a great play, and that was one of those things where I don't think De Gea comes out to grab that ball, but Onana doesn't get the credit of being like, De Gea wouldn't have got that, but he does. Whatever. Um, 
I think they hit the post a couple times. I think Broha might have hit the post. Mm-hmm. Mudrick yeah, might have hit the post. Yeah, yeah, though. okay. Um, so, you know, you can't say those should go in, but you can say those in another world, those could have gone in. Mm-hmm. And uh, for us, God, I can't even remember. Oh, Scott had a free header and then a volley mm-hmm. back, and, and it was a good double save by by Sanchez. Um Hoyland could always get one. I mean, the penalty as well, which yep. shot our extra up quite a bit. Garnacho probably could have had one. I remember a couple he cut back in. Yeah, on yeah. Foot, he he came close. The middle. He... It's, it's weird. People would look at his performance and I think very... What do you think? I thought it was all right. You could just tell with him. I mean, he's young. So he's not the finished product yet. Um, but I think he does more for United than Rashford has done any time recently. Like, I, I don't think he's in the, even in the conversation to swap out of the starting lineup. I think he has to be the yeah. left wing up um, right now every single game. For me, I think I was really impressed. Really impressed. I mean, people I saw, he, he got the assist on Scott's goal. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh. Cross. As soon as the first time he crossed, we get an assist. No, like no wonder, like kind of bitching about him taking on people. Uh, but I'm like, please. No, he was beating him though. Yes, please never stop taking on people. Yeah, please and never. He'll get, he'll get better as he gets older. There he'll get that. Like he, like you just tell his touch wasn't as crisp as he wanted. Yeah. Like the idea in his head was like to do this, but he couldn't quite do it. You, if yeah. that makes sense. Like there yeah. were a couple times the ball just got caught under his feet. And he got turned around and whatnot. And, you know, he sometimes just doesn't get enough whip on the ball. and It just skims by the pat or the post. But what I love about him the most is he's not an Anthony in where it's just a cut-in shoe. He has that. He can do that just as good as Anthony can. Mm -hmm. But it's a 50-50 cut-in, take it down the Mm -hmm. line with speed. Um, Mm -hmm. I just wish Anthony could do that. Speaking of Anthony, he was – I honestly believe – he might have uh, one of probably the tightest control in the Premier League dribbling wise. I don't think that makes him the best winger or mm. even close, but I think just pure control dribbling, keeping the ball close. I think he's yeah. he's up there. I mean, some of the times he turns turns people, it's like mm. it's incredible. I think, how his, close. I think his biggest flaw is just decision making. I just yeah. Think he, yeah, I think he doesn't make the right choice a lot of the time. Yeah, and um, he forces a he forces a cut in even if it's not there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he can do it. It's not like you know people people like don't or show him the right side. You know what I mean? Uh, cover that cut in. He'll still cut in. He'll still manage to get it to yeah. his left foot. But it's like from there, it's like you know you got to look. Bruno will be top of the box. Mm-hmm. Beat it to him. Um, there's just this decision that's not made. Uh, who do Hoyland? Well, okay. with Anthony Quick, the biggest thing that frustrates me when I watch Anthony, like if he was, you know, a winger on my team, I hate when he stops the ball and just does like the the fakes. Like he'll get down to the corner, and you could tell he wants to cut back and left. He doesn't like crossing the ball as much. Um. But he'll like actually stop the ball and square up an, an opponent, like the ball like not rolling at all. Whereas like Garnacho will keep the ball rolling, like he'll keep the defender backpedaling, make his move, and then go. 
like to keep the defender off balance. But once you Anthony like squares them up and stops play. So like by the time like Anthony gets around him, if he gets around him, everyone's in the box standing still. So there's no momentum going forward anymore. Like Garnacho just yeah. keeps things rolling. Yeah, I know what you mean by that. Um I think there's a chance that's partially a confidence issue where Garnacho can can keep moving because he knows he's going to beat his man or knows what mm-hmm. he's going to do. I think Anthony, because of the lack of decision-making, gets down to the corner as far as he can, realizes mm-hmm. there's not enough space to kind of cut around them, mm-hmm. and then that's where he stops the ball and tries mm-hmm. to slow it down. Um, So, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, that also could be direction. That could be get the ball in the corner and let's stop and, and play mm-hmm. it around. You know what I mean? So, yeah, who, who knows? Um. I thought Hoyland was was all right. I mean, I think people are going to shit on him, but he held up the ball well, had some good passes. I'm I'm, sucks. I'm, ha- I'm ha- perfectly happy with how he played. I would like to get him a goal, but I don't, it's not, you know, he's young too. He's like 20, 21. I'm not that, I'm not that annoyed. Idiot. What? <laughs> I said, what an idiot. I- he, he he and I agree. It's partially because he's young. What was his transfer fee? Because uh, I don't know. Seventy. Head, you know. See, that's what's crazy. Is like that's it, super crazy high. I think for what you for what the return. Like I feel like if he was at Arsenal right now, he'd be getting killed by our own fans, which is part of our fan base issue. But like I don't know, seventy million is a lot of money to not have a Premier League goal yet. Yeah, but he's co top scorer in the Champions League. And where are you guys in the Champions League? Not doing good, but it's not like he can't score. <laughs> it's not going to matter after this. Yeah, but it's not like he can't score. I mean, he can. Like, I, He definitely can. It just hasn't, hasn't happened. But when it does happen, it's going to work. I know. You're, well. you're, you're fully bought out on the process. Yeah, because there's, there's I just... I admire that. I admire no, that. it's just like... If there's a player that I can see working, working hard on the field... Mm. And I can see some sort of glimpses of a, a great player. Like I just, I have faith that he's going to be all right. You know, I same so with Anthony. Yeah. I have yeah. faith that he's going to be all right. He fucking works his ass off. I have faith it's going to come come to fruition. If, but. You, if you offload Martial and you can get another striker, would, would you bring in another striker to like compete with Hoyland? Yeah. Um, because like I almost think, not that it's the same as Kai Havertz, but I think like. Sometimes for these players, like to have him come off the bench in like the 60th minute, Hoyland, and everyone else is kind of like tired, and he comes on. Maybe that'll help his confidence a little bit. You know, you know what I mean? Because he's quick, he's not slow. Yeah, yeah. Like right now, I know you, you mean. Right now you're not going to start Martial. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't start Martial. I, yeah. I wouldn't. You can't make a. For me, you can't make a case where you're like, oh, we'll start Martial for 60 minutes. Like, that's just I think, you, I think I you can make a, a case against a really weak team that you know you're going to go and yeah. dominate possession. Um, but that's about it. If you're playing any sort of back foot soccer, you're, you you need Hoyland there. Yeah. Um, just for work rate and, and mm-hmm. runs over the top. <clears throat> Who takes it? I thought they were going to give the penalty to Hoyland. When uh, no. you guys got awarded the penalty, yeah, that, that has one, to be Bruno there. I I know, and then he missed it. Yeah, it wasn't a good pen from him, but it's again. Yeah, it I've seen so much from Bruno that I'm not like he's got. 
No, no, I think Bruno. Week. I mean, yeah, Bruno is the best player on the team, probably. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a that's a big thing. Is like, not that they, not that you're still in a rebuilding era, but I think Bruno's like the guy you got to think about. How is this player going to work with him? You know what I mean? As far as attacking yeah, zone. yeah. Uh, which Bruno's in it. Bruno's a very interesting, interesting player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like a Mazala, like he drifts out wide. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't feel like you see Odegaard drifting as far wide as you might find Bruno because Odegaard is kind of that central player. Maybe not. Maybe I haven't watched enough Arsenal, but I, he doesn't drift out as wide as much anymore because now we have Jesus who can do like who can swap yeah. now he can yeah. swap Saka. Before we had a striker that could do all that. Odegaard would take those roles and yeah. Saka would drift into the middle, but um. Now we don't need him to. So now he can kind of just free roam in the middle. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so a big win for Manu. I mean, it's got to get them focused in the right direction. Um, big win for Ten Hag. Um, I know it doesn't carry as much weight as, like, it usually does. Usually at this point in the season, a Man United-Chelsea game is, like, the game of the week. All eyes on this. And it um, just isn't that right now but i think uh yeah but it, it hasn't been that for the last five years ten years ten, um, ten is um, a lot, but it, it it's still like i don't it. know you can feel the anger about it though like you know like the the rivalry is still there typically i don't know it, i don't know i haven't felt that in a while to be honest like with i think i think some of the united players will have felt it like i think it means a lot to bruno i think garnacho like because of, yeah how he's brought up, you know, it means a lot. I don't think there's maybe one player on Chelsea that took it that way. You know what I mean? Besides maybe Reese James when he came Yeah, or if Gallagher was playing. Gallagher was playing. But, like, besides that... Yeah, I I agree. I guess they're kind of... I mean, they didn't really have a lot of Academy products out there. No, and, like, Palmer, Palmer's goal was taken very well, but he was the only bright spot for me from them. Nicholas Jackson is extremely wasteful. Um, really wasteful, but yet every time he gets the ball, I, not gets the ball, but every time he gets a run or something, I'm like nervous. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I guess we talked about it, but solid win gets keeps you moving in the right direction. Who do you guys got next week? Yeah, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Two wins on the bounce. United, you know. You know, I did. You know, I did. You know, I did. Um. Aston Villa beat Man City in a game where Aston Villa kind of ran the game. Um, they outshot City like 23 to something. 22 to 2. And both of Man City That's shots wild. came within the first 15 minutes. And both from uh, both from Holland. That's wild. Um, yeah, Aston Villa completely dominated them. Um, yeah, Pep started with a weird lineup. It was like... So he played with a back three, and then he played Akanji and John Stones, like CDMs. And then Phil Foden out wide with Alvarez and Rico Lewis in the middle, with Bernardo Silva on the right, and then Holland up top. It was just a very like, weird lineup. Like, <laughs> and not, yeah. So they lost the midfield battle pretty much right away, and uh, he just didn't do much to change it. Um, so it was a weird one. Um, City kind of dropping off recently. Yeah, they're not very good. Three. 
out of the top three, they're into fourth, which is crazy. Like seeing the Premier League table with City in fourth is just weird right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Everton beat Newcastle today 3-0 with uh, three later goals, 79, 86, and 96. Oh, wow. But, yeah, Newcastle just didn't look up for it either. Anthony Gordon blanks on his return to Everton. Good. Fuck him. And then Tottenham fall to West Ham was a late goalkeeping and defensive error uh, lets them back into it. Udogi tried to play it back past Vicario. Bowen pressured the ball, and then uh, Ward Prowse ends up finishing it. Um, Tottenham outshot them 23-11, to 11, but West Ham came out on top, so you absolutely love to see that. So, now the, the top six, which you guys are... What's crazy, I kept seeing stats. United are only three points behind City. So yeah, like, dude. Because everyone just jerks themselves off to thinking United's bad. It's so fucking annoying. You I'm, gotta admit, I'm, I'm, everyone I'm does it. You do it. Yes, you guys just sit there and just go, "Oh my I don't, god!" I don't. I don't think they're good. I don't think Arsenal played particularly well. Like, I don't think we played nearly as well as we were last season, and we're you know top of the league. Um, I don't know, dude. I I just when I watch United, I'm just I don't know. They just look not because the last game because. Yeah, I agree. We don't look good, but I just think there's a, oh, such an overreaction to every little thing United does. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're more positive than most people too. Like I think like talking yeah. to you versus like hearing most of the people that talk on podcasts and stuff. I think there are a lot of United fans that think the way that you're yeah. saying. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. On their own team, not yeah. even other, not even other fans just talking shit about them. yeah well because there's them. also united fans that just like to sit there and jerk off about how bad united are i mean goldbridge <laughs> is one of them dude like he gets up, upset visibly upset when mctominay scores and it's like oh my god man it's like i just don't get it i i don't get it uh, it doesn't make any sense to me but whatever i still <laughs> love you mark bring him on we'll have you debate him and I'll be I'm the not mediator. gonna debate him. He's gonna. And I'll, and I'll dude, I you fucking. I'll be like, all right, here's your topic. Why are you dating shit? <laughs> you guys go at it. Yeah, you'll fuck me up, man. I would. I would definitely take his side. Yeah. <laughs> I'd throw you to the dogs. I'd be like, Nick wrote in an opinion that Scott McTominay is the best midfielder in the Premier League. <laughs> I'm I'll defend it. I'll defend it. <laughs> I'll try. This got a. Is this the most goals he's scored in a season so far? Yeah, he already passed it. Like, he already passed, yeah, his most goals in the season, I would think so. I was going to say, actually, when I was watching the game, I was thinking in my head, I was like, is Scott McTominay United's Granite Jocker right now? And I was like, where he had like the resurgence, everyone was like, ah, oh, is shit, get him out of my club. No, blah, blah. it's not, not as bad as Granite Jocker. Granite Jocker's bad period was... One of like the it was when he told wild. people he told the fans to fuck off. Yeah, that it was wild. God, it's not the same. Yeah, Everyone likes he's like a midfielder who's like gained this like way to score goals, which is what Shaka did. He felt like found a way to get into these positions. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Scott Scott's an and he honestly cares about United, which I think is a good thing for the yeah. team that he's doing well now. 
Um, Premier League table now looks like this. Arsenal in first, Liverpool second, Aston Villa third, City in fourth, Tottenham in fifth, United sixth. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's shaping up a little bit, you know. I think uh, a lot of people wouldn't have had Aston Villa this high up the table um, so far this season, which is interesting. And uh, games are just going to get more and more important as the time goes on. Mm-hmm. Any other closing remarks you got? Uh, oh, no. yeah, next, 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 the games for the weekend. Uh, we got Crystal Palace Liverpool on Saturday. Um, I like watching Crystal Palace always, and I think that's I've communicated that on the show. Um, but they haven't been good, so I think Liverpool will run over them. I agree. You took Wolves against Nottingham, right? Yeah. Um, Brighton Burnley um, should be Brighton, but we've seen crazier things happen. Sheffield oh, Brentford. Fuck. What? I almost got a cramp. We're good. And where? Have you ever got a cramp right here? No. Oh, it's painful, man. So painful. <laughs> I get them all the time. Man United Bournemouth. Um, Aston Villa Arsenal. I'm nervous for this game. Makes me feel a little bit better that um, they beat City, though. It, it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't see Aston Villa as title challengers yet, but I still see City as, like, they'll find a way because they'll win, like, 15 in a row at some point. Yeah. Um, Luton play City. It'd be awesome if Luton could get the result there. Um, Fulham, West Ham, Everton, Chelsea, and Tottenham, Newcastle, which after both teams having poor performances today, it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen there. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Well, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check us out on X at the Away Fans Podcast. Um, make sure you check out anyone else that's part of the Press Play group at pressplaymag.com. Um, check out the film box. You got Ship City. There's book reviews on there. A bunch of stuff going on. So make sure you check out everyone's podcast to find what you're looking for. Um, thank you for listening again. And uh, we will see you guys on Monday or Tuesday next week. Bye.